The accounting firm of Haynes, Eisenbarger, and Skiba presents the 22nd College Football Hall of Fame season of Fighting Irish Preview. And now, the Banditos' fresh-made daily kickoff with your host, Phil Houck. On display last Saturday night in Notre Dame Stadium, a sky full of stars. Cause you're a sky, cause you're a sky full of stars. Brian Kelly. Well, since the dark days of the 2016 season, Kelly's star has been on the rise. And since that season, which resulted in soul-searching and change, Brian Kelly has led the Irish to 15 wins in 18 games. And the latest victory came in convincing fashion against a top-10 team. Chip Long! Notre Dame in consecutive weeks has now surpassed 550 yards of total offense And star in the making, Chip Long is now coordinating an offense with a quarterback that can execute his vast playbook. Clark Lee. First-year defensive coordinator Clark Lee is showing star power as he has now coordinated his team to holding Stanford to just 55 yards rushing and K.J. Costello to 174 yards passing last week to go along with coaching up 13 sacks so far this season, 37 tackles for loss, and 28 quarterback hurries. Hey, remember Mike Elko? (laughs) Neither do I. Dexter Williams. Williams was a shooting star when he went 45 yards to pay dirt on his first carry of the season and totaled 161 yards rushing on the day. Miles Boykin. Boykin starred among 10 pass catchers last Saturday with 11 catches for 144 yards and a touchdown. One of the biggest days in years for a Notre Dame wide receiver. Jerry Tillery. All season long, Jerry Tillery has been starring as a mainstay in the middle of the Notre Dame defensive line, but his star shot to a new level against Stanford with four sacks, the most in a game by an ND player since Victor Abamamiri did it 13 years ago. Tavon Coney. With seven tackles, a pass defended, and an interception, Coney has been a bright star all season long. Tyler Newsom, Punter and senior captain Tyler Newsom is an unlikely star, but his sparkling play continued Saturday with four punts, all covering more than 50 yards, including two dropped inside the 20-yard line. Julian Love! Love's star continues to shine on high as he recorded his 33rd career pass breakup to eclipse the all-time Notre Dame record, which had been held by Clarence Ellis since 1971. And Ian Book, maestro! The budding star quarterback conducted the orchestra for the second straight week as he scrambled, distributed passes, and led the Irish to another no-turnover day with 278 yards passing and four TDs on a day of near-flawless execution. Notre Dame Stadium was like a sky full of stars last Saturday night, and those stars led the Irish to a dominant victory over rival Stanford. And the 2018 season shines more bright with each passing game. Banditos with four Fort Wayne locations, a Boyt, Waynedale, Georgetown, and Glenbrook Comets. Banditos is fresh made daily. 
Now, stay tuned for Fighting Irish Insight from America's foremost authority on Notre Dame football, Tim Priester, senior editor of irishillustrated.com. After these words from Haynes, Eisenbarger, and Skiba, Sheer McCulloch Auctioneers, Star Bank, and Coors Light, the world's most refreshing beer. This is Fighting Irish Preview. The University of Notre Dame exemplifies dedication to hard work, integrity, and personal values which result in success in the classroom and on the football field. The professionals at Haynes, Eisenbarger, and Skiba, like Notre Dame, know the same dedication, and their experience and ability provides peace of mind. Combining local expertise with access to national and international experts through their affiliation with BDO, the fifth largest accounting firm in the world. Tax planning, tax compliance, auditing, business valuation, and estate planning. The full-service accounting firm of Haynes, Eisenbarger, and Skiba, like the Irish, has what it takes to help you achieve success. Located in Fort Wayne near Jefferson Point, Haynes, Eisenbarger, and Skiba proudly supports Notre Dame football and congratulates all those who are a part of the greatest tradition in all of sports. Go Irish! This is Art Salzberg. I don't endorse everybody, but I've found a company that I think provides a great service. The company is Shearer McCulloch, and what they do is targeted specifically for seniors, people who may be thinking about downsizing and are overwhelmed by the thought of what it's going to take. Shearer McCulloch will pack you up, move you, and then sell your house and everything that's left. Now that's the most comprehensive relocation service anywhere, and what I call in sports terms covering all the bases. Sharon McCulloch uses an international auction platform to make sure your possessions are seen by the right buyers. They're looking to get top dollar from people who have an interest in the special treasures you've collected over the years. Sharon McCulloch is A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau and highly recommended by leading retirement communities and law firms. If Sharon and I decide to make a change in lifestyle, we'll be calling Sharon McCulloch at 441-8636. That's 441-8636. We trust them, and we know they'll make things easy and profitable. Coors Light, established in 1978 and born in the Rockies, where the only thing more refreshing than your current adventure is what's next. It's why Coors Light is lagered cold for a lighter, crisper taste. Filtered cold to ensure brilliance, clarity, and brightness. And packaged cold for peak refreshment. Because those who thirst for more deserve nothing less than the world's most refreshing beer. Coors Light. 2018 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. Star Bank is an Indiana-based community bank known for delivering quality service for the past 75 years. Whether you want to visit one of our convenient locations from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday or bank electronically, Star is a full-service financial institution where you can bank wherever you are. Stop by a branch or visit starfinancial.com to switch to Star today. Member FDIC. Now back to Fighting Irish Preview with your host, Phil Halk. Well, Tim Priester, here we stand, 5-0, and and in two weeks, what a difference. Suddenly you feel like this team has weapons all over the field. Do you feel better about this team now than you felt about last year's Irish when they were on a roll and at 8-1? and one? Yeah, it's a very balanced team. Now, the offensive line, especially with recent injuries, uh, it's difficult to compare to last year. But no doubt it's a very balanced football team, whether you're talking about throwing it and running it or the complement that is the defense. And I think one of the things that we talked about as Ian Book was taking over as quarterback was that 
he gives he gives them an opportunity to be better on offense, which makes them better on defense. And I think we've seen evidence of that the last two weeks. Yeah, I, I love the word balance describing this team. Last year's team, particularly on offense, there wasn't a lot of balance. It was either the Irish got a big play out of Josh Adams or Brandon Wimbush, or there were some three and outs, but you just don't have that feeling about this team. Well, last Saturday it was a complete effort, balance again, offense, defense, special teams. Tim, Dexter Williams obviously is back and as explosive as ever, 161 yards, including the 45-yarder to the end zone. Is there any reason to believe, though, that Dexter Williams might now be a more complete player? Because... We always knew he's explosive, but there are some limitations. Well, let's see if he can stay healthy over the long haul. That that will be very key. Let's see if he can be better at blitz pickups. Now we're getting into to nuances, but that will come into play because people will try to blitz him book because they have to. They can't let him sit back there uh, against a four-man rush without them getting home. Um, you know, let's just see if he can stay focused and, uh, stay out of trouble off the field and do the things that are necessary from a, a, a senior running back. Uh, he certainly looked tremendous, and that 45-yard run all of a sudden made everybody stand up and take notice. I love the change of pace. I mean, he's really good at being patient and probing, and then when the hole is there, he hits an entire another gear or two, really, at that point. So, yeah, very exciting for Notre Dame's offense, a difference maker, a, a a big play guy in the running game, of course, which was featured uh, very much so throughout the 2017 season with Josh Adams. Yeah, that's been a missing component. Dexter Williams definitely brought it last week. 21 carries, a very good sign. Okay, Ian Book. Ian Book, this young man continued his rapid rise at quarterback last week. Four touchdown passes, outstanding execution, 75% passing Tim, critique his game. What is Book really good at, and what are his weaknesses? Well, it would it would take me a while to list all the things that he's he's good at. I mean, he's really has command of the offense. His execution is tremendous. His attention to detail is outstanding. He's throwing a good ball. He's getting rid of the ball early. He's throwing accurately. His command of the entire playbook is good, and I think that will even expand a little bit more with Chip Long. He does. A lot of good things. Does he have a deep ball arm? No. Does he have a strong arm? I say he has a strong, beautiful delivery mechanics. That's something you and I have talked about before, Phil, with his background and, and his work off the field. He's good at a lot of things. I thought there were a couple uh, read options that he didn't read correctly last week. He has very much improved as a when the pass rush is upon him and, the, and the, the pass protection breaks down, he is now much more explosive to get out of those situations, whereas he wasn't last year. So, I mean, in terms of, you know, uh, there, there, are, there are 10 positives to every one question you have about his game. Yeah, the uh, when you talk about him escaping the pocket, we saw what's now known as the fish hook move. Something new to me, but uh, we've seen him do it a couple of times, and it really is remarkable. That was that was Doug Flutie's uh, term, and and he was the expert at the fish hook move, getting away from a from a pass rush. Yeah, old school Doug Flutie. He he was, and uh, in some similarities with the way that Doug Flutie was able to run an offense. Now, Tim, I, I know we usually wait until the second segment to talk injuries, but the Irish suffered a, a significant one last week. Left guard senior, captain, arguably 
the best offensive lineman, Alex Bars, lost for the season, ACL, MCL. Talk about Bars' importance to the team and where the offensive line goes now. I would say definitely the best offensive lineman, certainly the most consistent up until his injury in the third quarter against Stanford. Where they go now is Trevor Ruland. Um, from this respect, I mean, he now Trevor Ruland now becomes the the second oldest uh, player on the offensive line behind Sam Mustafer. So it's good to replace him. Uh, bars with a redshirt junior or senior in school. He'll be back next year, almost undoubtedly. Now, um, you know, it's a concern. You lose some bulk. They've talked about Aaron Banks playing a little bit at left guard. I don't think that at Virginia Tech is necessarily the best place to to break in a rotation of left guard. But, you know, I don't think you can overestimate the loss of Alex Bars. Uh, really, really became a, a very good offensive guard this year. Great size, very proactive, very physical, was leading that offensive line. But if you're going to replace him with somebody, Sam Mustafer called Trevor Ruland a, a real student of the game, loves the game, works hard at the game, understands the big picture of everything along the offensive line, mainly because by trade, at least trade at Notre Dame, he's a center, and when you're the center, you need to know what all five guys are doing up front. So you lose some bulk. You certainly lose uh, experience with that, but you get a technician and a guy that I thought played really aggressively when he came in, not so much Wake Forest, but definitely when he came in for Alex Bars against Stanford, I thought he played aggressively. If you're going to make mistakes, Go ahead and make aggressive mistakes. Well, Trevor Rule in 6'5", 295. It's interesting that these days that's considered a little undersized. But I love his background as a center, and I think that's going to pay dividends as he tries to step into some really big shoes. Now, Tim, before we get to defense, a shout-out to special teams. Chase Claypool, awesome on punt coverage. And Tyler Newsome, I want to talk about him a little bit, continues to punt the heck out of the ball. A couple of weeks ago, he actually set an all-time Notre Dame record. I think that was against Vanderbilt with a 59.6-yard average in a game, the best average of any FBS kicker in the last 22 years. Tim, a Tyler Newsome question. How does a punter become a captain? (laughs) <laughs> by working your tail off. I mean, it's simply that. He proved to be as hard a worker as anybody on the team. He was a leader. You know, they break down and they break down in different groups and compete against each other during the off season in, in the, uh, strength and conditioning. And, and I mean, he just flat out has been a leader. It was that important to him since he got here. He never wanted to be just considered a punter, the strength part of, of, Football has always been very important to him. He's got a big personality, there's no doubt about that. Uh, quirky personality as well. He's definitely out there a little bit. But uh, the players responded to him, and he earned their respect. And you're not going to be named a captain nor named if you haven't earned the respect of your teammates. So all the credit in the world to him. He's worked very hard. Yeah, and anybody who's been around Tyler Newsom knows exactly what you're talking about when you say he has a bright personality. Uh, Also a great backstory about overcoming a serious automobile accident back in 2012. Uh, Tyler Newsom, more than just a punter, let's put it that way. Now defensively, the Irish are suffocating teams. Two mistakes last week. They resulted in two touchdowns. But other than that, an outstanding effort. And Jerry Tillery, National Defensive Player of the Week for his four sacks. Tim, how good is Jerry Tillery? He is real good, Phil. I mean, he has become so much stronger. He bull rushes people. 
uses his hands as weapons. Uh, very, very difficult uh, for an offensive lineman to keep him blocked. He did a lot of his, you know, he, he got the four sacks, which is the most in the game since Victor Abamarian in 2005 uh, with the four sacks. He got a lot of those late, but he was effective early. And I really thought that he gave Nate Herbig, who is Stanford's best offensive lineman at right guard, Jerry Tillery gave him fits and really helped throw that offensive line out of kilter pretty much the whole night. So he is really, I, you know, I two years ago I wouldn't have believed it. I didn't think that there was enough commitment to the game of football uh, on Jerry Tillery's part, but it's become really, really important to him, and he has become, you know, at his size, uh, in excess of 6'6", six, six, uh, over 300 pounds, he's become not only a really good college football player, but an, an attractive NFL draft candidate going into next, uh, going into the spring. Yeah, that focus issue, he certainly has a lot of interest outside of football, but it seems like uh, something clicked in the offseason for Jerry Tillery, and he is playing at a very high level. Um, Tim, more on the defensive line. A lot of credit. Uh, has to go to their position coach, uh, Mike Elston. Elston, who also has the title of associate head coach, uh, he's been with Brian Kelly now for 14 years. What kind of guy is Mike Elston, and what does he mean to this football team? You know, he's a real – I saw him this week. He was walking through the interview room. I said, are you stopping to talk to us? He said, I'm the last guy you want to talk to. I'm like, no, that's not true at all, but we don't have access to him now. But he is – you know, as much of a team guy as you're ever going to find in an assistant coach, he's been passed over as defensive coordinator a couple times, and a lot of guys would have uh, abandoned ship. But very loyal to Brian Kelly. I would say that he's very much so a head coaching candidate. Uh, Brian Kelly in the summer said that uh, he's as well prepared to become a head coach as any assistant that he's had. That's bad news for Notre Dame if they were to lose a defensive line coach, but he is absolutely brought out the best in this defensive line. We know about the defensive ends and the job that they're doing. I want to shout out to, to Jonathan Bonner because I think that he's done a really, really consistent job this year and has become more of a playmaker, even though he went from three technique to, to def, um, nose tackle, which is a difficult place to make plays per se. But Mike Elson's done a great job, and not only are the starters good, the, the backups have developed. Kurt Heinisch has become a much, much better Defensive lineman, I think he's the one that made the error on the 39-yard run by, by Bryce Love. But that being said, he's had a good year. Mike Elson's done a great job of developing a very well-rounded, uh, depth-laden defensive line. Done a great job there. Uh, the, the proof is on the field right now, particularly this year. Also has a reputation as an excellent recruiter. Uh, he really seems to be the whole package. Don't be surprised if he moves up the coaching ladder one of these days. Okay, uh, lots of talk about what promises to be a loud and very difficult environment this week at Virginia Tech. Talk about the environment. Uh, what can the Irish expect? And is there reason to believe that the Irish have learned from their nightmare experience at Miami last November? And what is a practice chaos period? Uh, well, it's just it's overwhelming them with noise, basically, and it was something that they didn't wait until the season to do. It's something that they did um, during the summer, during workouts, whenever they could. Now, I don't know. You know we talked about on our on the Irish Illustrated podcast uh, on Thursday. You know, I don't know exactly how much that really helps because you can't replicate the emotions that are involved in a, in opposing stadium like Virginia Tech. 
it's a madhouse there. Everybody's familiar with the whole inner Sandman deal and, and the ruckus that those people create there. I do think that the Miami experience, since it is still so fresh in the minds of this team and most of this team is back from last year, I do think that's very beneficial. Brian Kelly fell on the sword for the players and, and took responsibility for it and said that he didn't do a good enough job preparing them for that last year. Um, I think that was more, you know, just, a, a, I mean, the issues at quarterback and the, the, the inability to do some things in a hostile environment. I think this team is much better prepared for that. That's not to say that they won't have difficulty, especially with the communication that needs to go on up front on the offensive line without Alex Bars. But I think they're much better prepared for the experience of last year at Miami. Well, I think that sticks in Notre Dame's craw, and a lot of those players have a have a vivid memory of what happened in Miami last year, and that will pay dividends. And speaking of Enter Sandman, I hear Jalen Elliott has heard that song so many times this week that he's actually starting to like it. Anyway, thanks, Tim. Coming up, it's the all-time Irish hero, key to an Irish victory, injury report, and the world-famous Irish Illustrated prediction. And during the break, it's the Fighting Irish Fact of the Week, brought to you by Star Bank. This is the 316th edition of Fighting Irish Preview. Shine the light into my room Oh, I'm sure the morning sun can eliminate my gloom If it shine a little light into my room All I want is some sunshine, sunshine Shining through these windows of mine And I want it to be easy, easy Bushies. Treat each house as if it was your own. Our mission statement at Bushy's Windows, Doors, and Remodeling. Hi, I'm Jim Bushy. At Bushy's, we're proud of our home improvement products that we offer, and we are even more proud of the award-winning installers who will come to your home. Right now, take advantage of our 12-month 0% interest payment plan, and estimates are always free. So call Bushy's at 456-1247, stop into our showroom, or check out Bushy'sFW.com. Bushy's Windows, Doors, and Remodeling. Your clear choice. Your clear choice is Bushies. Your clear choice is Bushies. Listen to that crowd roar. Art, the Aspen Mortgage team has just hit the field and the crowd has gone crazy. Phil, why does this crowd love Aspen so much? Well, Art, with more than 20 years in the mortgage business, Aspen is a dynasty. And with all that experience, these crafty veterans can personalize a mortgage for each customer's financial situation. So you always get the best loan program and interest rate. And the Aspen Mortgage Team plays with a lot of class. What do you mean? Well, friendly personal service you can trust. A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. And Art, they'll go into overtime by working the weekends. And they aren't afraid to go on the road. They make house calls. Phil, I can see why the Aspen Mortgage Team is so popular. Wait, what's the crowd chanting now? It's the Aspen phone number. For all your mortgage needs, 486-LOAN is the number to remember. Or visit them on the web at aspenmortgageco.com. Aspen Mortgage, a proud supporter of Notre Dame football. The Fighting Irish Fact of the Week is brought to you by Star Bank. With over 40 Indiana locations, Star is your local full-service bank. With the win over Stanford for the first time since 2012, Notre Dame now holds all five of its rival game trophies. They include 
Frank Leahy Bowl, Boston College, the Megaphone Trophy, Michigan State, the Shillelagh Trophy, Purdue, the Legends Trophy, Stanford, and the Jeweled Shillelagh, USC. StarBank is celebrating its 75th anniversary and is here to serve you 7 to 7, Monday through Saturday. Visit a Star branch and switch to Star today. Member FDIC. Coors Light, established in 1978 and born in the Rockies, where the only thing more refreshing than your current adventure is what's next. It's why Coors Light is lagered cold for a lighter, crisper taste. Filtered cold to ensure brilliance, clarity, and brightness. And packaged cold for peak refreshment. Because those who thirst for more deserve nothing less than the world's most refreshing beer. Coors Light. 2018 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. Selling or buying a house? In the real estate game, it's results that matter. And in Fort Wayne, Dan Schneider of Century 21 Bradley has built a reputation as a realtor you can trust to achieve the best results. And he'll do it with a friendly personal touch. So put Dan's years of experience to work. Call Dan Schneider of Century 21 Bradley at 312-1479. Or visit him on the web at danschneiderhomes.com. That's Dan Schneider at 312-1479. Your call for real estate results. At Star Bank, we offer checking, savings, mortgage, small business, commercial banking, private banking, and wealth management, as well as insurance products to help Hoosiers reach their financial goals. Plus, with online banking and our mobile banking app, you can enjoy the convenience of banking wherever you are. Stop by a Star branch today to switch to Star. Member FDIC. Now back to Fighting Irish Preview with your host, Phil Halk. This is Fighting Irish Preview. The number six Irish make their first ever visit to the number 24 Virginia Tech Hokies this week. TV coverage on ABC starts at 8 p.m. South Bend time. And it's now time for the all-time Irish hero. Brought to you by the Marina at Lake Gage. Chris Craft, Mastercraft, Vanquish Runabouts, and J.C. Pontoons. We share your boating passion. And today we continue our great quarterbacks of the last 60 years series. And let's first review the great quarterbacks we've covered so far this season. John Hewitt, week two, Terry Hanratty, then Joe Theismann, and then last week, Tom Clements. All great names, and this week, another really good one. In 1983, four games into his freshman season, Steve Berline out of Fullerton, California, took over at quarterback from senior Blair Keel. Berline won his first five starts and led the Irish to a Liberty Bowl victory over Doug Flutie's Boston College Eagles. His sophomore season, he fought through a serious shoulder injury that continued to plague him for many years afterward. But he played on, and by the time he left Notre Dame, Burline had started 39 games and set many Notre Dame passing records. Tim, when I think of Steve Burline, I think of the fact that he went on to have an 18-year NFL career, and he was Lou Holtz's first season quarterback when he was a senior. That was a 5-6 and six team, but Burline was a bright spot. He absolutely was, Phil. And when I think of quarterbacks at Notre Dame that were Warriors, I think of Steve Burline, and I don't know that most people would think of him like that, but you mentioned the injuries. He battled through a shoulder problem that, that needed surgery, but played because his coach wanted him to and his team needed him to. And then the long career in the NFL, and I, I did a series of three stories with him last summer that were really fascinating. I mean, he dropped a, 
he, he crossed the path of a whole bunch of big-time names in the NFL, and he fought through an awful lot and made a great career out of it with multiple teams. He, he ended up having one of his better years really late in his career with the Carolina Panthers. So great respect for Steve Berline, what he did at Notre Dame, as you mentioned, under Lou Holtz and then to go on to have a, a lengthy NFL career. Yeah, Steve Berline, at the start of his career, uh, early on, was a punt, pass, and kick championship, or I should say champion, in grade school. And at the end of his, the other end of his career, played for the Raiders, the Cowboys, the Cardinals, the Jaguars, the Panthers, and the Denver Broncos during that 18-year NFL career. Steve Berline, another Marina at Lake Gage, all-time Irish hero. The Marina at Lake Gage, we love boats. And it's now time for the Aspen Mortgage Key to an Irish Victory. Tim, Virginia Tech is 3-1. and one. They went on the road and beat a really good Duke team last week, 31-14. to but beyond that, the season has been up and down, to say the least. Week one, they beat Florida State 24-3, and were looking pretty good. Followed that up with a 62-17 win over William & Mary, and then things went a little haywire. Week three was canceled due to Hurricane Florence, and in week four, they suffered one of the biggest upsets in college football history, falling 40-35 to 29-point underdog Old Dominion. In that game, the Hokies gave up 632 yards of total offense, including 495 yards of passing. Ranked 20th preseason, this team was expected to combine a really good returning quarterback in Josh Jackson with a Bud Foster-coordinated defense. Well, Josh Jackson is out with a broken leg, and junior Ryan Willis, a transfer from Kansas, is now in charge. Willis, in his first start last week against Duke, threw for 332 yards and three touchdowns. He can stand in the pocket and throw, but he's not a big threat to run. Similar to what Stanford wanted to do, Virginia Tech likes to throw jump balls and give their big receivers a chance to come down with them. 6'2 sophomore Damon Hazelton has come up with 15 catches so far this year to the tune of a 23.2-yard perception average, and he's scored four touchdowns. 5'9", 222-pound senior uh, running back Stephen Peoples will carry much of the load at running back. He averages 5.5 yards per carry and has scored five touchdowns. Defensively, with the Old Dominion debacle in mind, you kind of wonder what you're in for. But Coach Bud Foster has done the job of coordinating the defense of Virginia Tech for over 20 years for a reason. He usually knows what he's doing. The Hokies run primarily a 4-2-5 scheme and employ all kinds of blitzes. Their defensive line is anchored by Ricky Walker at tackle, and he is arguably the most complete player on the team. This year's team is ranked nationally fourth against the run, but 122nd against the pass. Frank Beamer statue dedication game, great tradition. Tim Lane Stadium will be rocking, and the Irish are on a roll, and it's a night game. Echoes of last year's Miami game in my mind. But I'm thinking that that hokey blitz scheme just might play right into Ian Book's strengths. What is the Aspen Mortgage key to an Irish victory? Funny you should say that, Phil, because that that is the key for me. If you can, if Notre Dame can handle that blitz scheme, and you you have to respect it. It's Bud Foster. He's been there 23 years. Irish Illustrated did a story earlier this week going over his career at, at Virginia Tech, and it's been outstanding. But if Notre Dame can handle that blitz package. If that means that Ian Book can stand in the pocket or move around in the pocket 
and make plays. And as you mentioned, that 122nd-ranked pass defense, that's because they lost their top five defensive backs after last year for a variety of reasons. So if they can handle that blitz pickup, I don't know how good uh, Dexter Williams can handle that. They probably have the luxury of keeping a tight end in when they need uh, a pass protection. That'll open up the running game for Notre Dame. They'll win this game handily if they can handle the blitz package of Bud Foster. Okay, figure out that blitz scheme, and that's going to put pressure on Ian Book for sure. Uh, maybe some of the more of those fish hook moves are in on on the menu. It, and that is Tim Priester's Aspen Mortgage key to an Irish victory. And Tim Priester, who is this week's Aspen Mortgage key player for the Irish? Well, we've already talked about him, Trevor Rulin, and he'll be a big part of that blitz package. And, and actually, you know, he's pretty good at this. He's one of the most mobile guys that Notre Dame has up front at, at 295. And, again, he played very aggressively and proactively, I thought, when he came in for Alex Bars midway through the third quarter against Stanford. So if he just hits the ground running, plays with confidence, I think Notre Dame is confident that, that he will do that. Um, then they can handle that, that blitz package of Bud Foster, and uh, it can be a big day for Notre Dame's offense once again. Okay, Trevor Ruin, key player for the Irish. Keep an eye on that left guard position. Aspen Mortgage, for all your mortgage needs, call 486-LOAN. And it's now time for the Injury Report, brought to you by Indiana Physical Therapy, your choice for physical therapy, now with 17 Northern Indiana locations. Tim, how do the Irish stand health-wise heading into Game 6? Well, the big loss, of course, Alex Bars. Uh, so, you, so you get a shift there at the left guard position. It'll probably be a game-time decision on Tony Jones Jr. I think Notre Dame fans heard him scream when he hurt his ankle um, against Stanford. Brian Kelly was optimistic, but uh, he can be overly optimistic sometimes earlier in the week. Jafar Armstrong still out, of course. Probably won't be back until after the bye week. Uh, with the infected knee. Drew Tranquil broke something in his hand, thumb, uh, but he's not going to let that keep him off the field. He will continue to play. And I have to mention Khalid Kareem because he gets hurt every week. They have to stop the game to scrape him up off the ground, and then he comes back in and gets a sack. So uh, he won't be denied, but he's had multiple ankle sprains, I think, on both sides now. Well, it looks like a bye week, which comes up in just a couple weeks, uh, is the only thing that's going to help Khalid Kareem, but he does keep playing through that injury. And it's now time for the world-famous Irish Illustrated prediction, brought to you by irishillustrated.com. Tim Priester, Vegas has the Irish favored by 6.5 points over Vatek. What does America's foremost authority say? I really see this as a low-scoring game. That's the thing that I feel the most positive about. The second thing I feel most positive about is that barring a pick-six or a fumble deep in their own territory, which again can happen, uh, you know, when you have a, a, a rowdy crowd and, and uh, you have to deal with blitz pickups. But I mean, barring those things, I, I don't, I don't see Virginia Tech scoring a lot. I don't see Notre Dame scoring as much as they have the last two games. But I think that they can still, if he can handle that crowd and that pass rush, I think this is still Notre Dame's game by double digits. I have Notre Dame 30, Virginia Tech 16. 30 to 16, uh, the Irish cover again. And uh, I think that's uh, the over-under. That would be the under in this game. 
Uh, and that is Tim Priester's world-famous Irish Illustrated prediction. Uh, Tim, I say, you know, we, you know, we continued to see progress last week. You just got to love the trajectory of this team. And uh, I think the Notre Dame strengths match up well with Virginia Tech. I have concerns about depth at running back with the loss of Alex Bars and some injuries. But I expect the defense to play an excellent game and the Irish to be ready this time for a hostile crowd. The Irish go to 6-0, and ND 34, Virginia Tech 20. Thanks, Tim. Thank you, Phil. Go Irish, and thanks for listening to Fighting Irish Preview. Special thanks to Jim Shovelin, Art Salzberg, and studio producer Adam Schenkel. Fighting Irish Preview is the copyrighted property of Judge Phil Productions. Podcasts by Federated Media. Podcasts by Federated Media.